Hello and welcome to Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Uh, so first of all, I just want you both to admit that you were wrong and I was right oh, about, about Grease 2. Well, because well, Andrew Garfield... Oh, God. May was being interviewed and like in a video talks about how great Grease 2 is, how the music is so great. References like the exact same scene with Michelle Pfeiffer on that ladder, which is just like incredible. And uh and I mean basically if Andrew Garfield says it's a great movie, then I was right. I don't think this is a fair representation of my opinion. I think I had a very nuanced take that was somewhere in between <laughs> like like. So I would just like if Andrew Garfield is listening, I would just like it to be clarified that I did not hate the movie. I did. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, and you were wrong because Andrew Garfield, star of Tick Tick Boom and Spider Man, is right. So well. The very best Spider-Man, because he's the middle Spider-Man, yes. and generally the middle things are the best. No, mm, no. I like the old ones. Now, hold on. <laughs> the, the Empire Strikes Back of Spider-Man, if you will. Mm. I don't know what that means now. Ah, the most frustrating. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> um... So uh, I sent you all a picture before oh we God. started recording, and I gave Riley some context, but I didn't give you any context, Tay. No, and you, I just <laughs> you sent me a picture that was some sort of Cronenberg situation, nightmare scape. What what, did, what is that? Uh, this morning I was running out the door to go to Harmony House, and I grabbed my usual breakfast, uh, which is the diet dr pepper and a cutie the little oranges that they call cuties. a well-balanced breakfast gotta uh-huh. work on that but okay moving on from the resident physician <laughs> i try hey, i doc. try to just drink i try to just drink two cups of coffee and not soda in the morning but i was i didn't get my second cup of coffee in and i didn't want to travel with coffee it was a whole thing anyway oh my God. so i drank a soda but the point is i got the cutie out of the fridge and i noticed it had a tiny hole in the top and i thought well i mean sometimes the girls are like messing with things they might have been holding it i don't know i don't you know you were fine with eating something their dirty fingers had been jabbed into that's most of the things in my house so Mm -hmm. yes so i i get i drive to harmony house and i get parked and pay the meter and before i go in i think i'm gonna treat myself real quick in my car to this cutie i'm gonna have a little private me moment (laughs) where i eat my cutie and i peel it and then i open it up and right in the middle of my cutie is a goldfish cracker. <laughs> a perfectly preserved. Perfectly like, preserved. Goldfish cracker. I mean, it's it was a little mushy once I touched it. Like, it doesn't look that way in the picture. Like, once you touch it, it kind of, like, <laughs> disintegrates. But, there, but that's what... So Charlie had taken this cutie to school, decided she didn't want to eat it, but she did want to poke a hole in the top and shove a goldfish of cracker course. into the middle of it. Well... Bring it home, put it in the fridge, and trick mom. I mean, that's a pretty good trick. It worked. I'm impressed that she managed to shove it in there and have it stay whole. Yeah. Like, I would have thought it would have just, like, crumbled. It And, I mean, the hole was really small. I mean, like, obviously it was big enough to get the goldfish cracker through, but, like, yeah. no bigger. It was exactly the size you'd need it to be to get a goldfish cracker through. A Houdini moment. I, I, I Maybe, was she looking out for you? Because I was going to say, like, you know, my problem with your breakfast isn't, I mean, soda's not great. 
sustenance wise but like just a cutie that's not enough so maybe she was looking at like no you need a balance bro you need another orange thing for breakfast yeah it was it was an orange and she like she had options of what color gold because we get her like the we get them like the multicolored goldfish of course it was an orange one but but she picked the orange one to go in the orange of course now um have you told her you you did this was she like experimenting was she saving it there for something did you tell her you took it and ruined it she doesn't know yet she was at school i I was sitting in my car (laughs) she was she was infusing that orange with the orange (laughs) (laughs) now the hard part is that i had this moment where i'm sitting there in my car staring at this which man i wonder what people walking by thought because i'm just like sitting there (laughs) staring forlornly at this open cutie and that woman's having a rough I've never seen someone cry over a cutie. I'm just staring at it, and I'm thinking, do I eat it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it was... Just the, peel off the goldfish. Yeah, don't eat it the was goldfish. so mushy. It was not... Pe- no, it didn't peel off. It just went everywhere. Just scoop out the goldfish and eat it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, savory and sweet. I think it could work. You just kind of just, <laughs> just rub it around on there. Get all the goldfish equally distributed on the cutie. I just had no concept of how long it had been there. I mean, like watermelon feta, that works. Maybe orange and, <laughs> and wet goldfish works. Ugh. So I didn't have my breakfast. But oh. anyway, that was my, yes, I have no idea why she did it. I can't wait to ask Charlie later today. What, what was that all about? Please, please explain. <laughs> please help me understand what you did to this orange and why. <laughs> A little, just a little science. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's going to be really hurt. Maybe she had some plans. She had some plans for it? Maybe. I mean, I guess she could replicate it. No, Maybe you, it'll never be that perfect again. You've got to replace it before she gets home so she doesn't know. It's like when you have the yeah. actual goldfish die in your house and you have to get a new one so your kids won't fall apart. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did we ever do that to you? That Many feels times. Like, yeah, that feels like something we would have done to you. I had... I had sister sister Barbara fish, <laughs> sister Barbara fish that I then found out uh, was I think sister Barbara fish like six because I'd had that fish for like two years. I was like, man, she's getting old. You know, s- sister Barbara fish was after I moved out of the house. <laughs> was she your sister named like Barbara fish or was she a, a nun? unclear okay <laughs> i always thought she was a nun but i didn't know why like i never understood why you wanted the fish to be a nun i was just like oh finally wants her fish to be a nun why did i name it that i don't know that's I, what you called it i genuinely have no idea where that came from i just very clearly remember that name i like the idea that you're like this fish is a nun this is this isn't barbara this is sister barbara that it's a nun sense. and then you were like mm. But it's still a fish. So I better call it Sister Barbara Fish. <laughs> so no one gets confused. So, so nobody thinks it's a human nun. No. Like in my I, house. <laughs> that, I, that I keep in a bowl of water in the kitchen. Okay. Or just all fish, his last name is Fish. Maybe maybe that's that. Mm. Mm. You yeah, think that's true? Yeah. <laughs> Are all fish related? Probably. Right? Like, it started <laughs> out, there was, right. in the beginning, there was a fish. <laughs> Now there oh, are many. We're okay. Th- this is dangerous territory. We're going to get a, a review that says we're a very bad fish podcast. <laughs> no, no, we're a very bad fish podcast we now. Are, <laughs> All fish are related, and their last names are all fish. And, and they, some of and them are nuns. They can be nuns. 
They can't. They can marry God. They they can join uh, religious orders. That's fine. Why not? Why limit that fit? Why limit Sister Barbara? No, Sister Barbara Fish was one of those moments that I learned of several years later that I, in the span of two years, I didn't keep one fish alive. I kept like eight fish alive, and that was a. Uh, that was a moment for me. You know, I like the positive spin you put on that. I kept eight fish alive. Not, <laughs> not at the same time. <laughs> I didn't keep one fish alive for a long time, but I did keep eight fish alive for, for very short, short periods of time. For a very short period of time. <laughs> yeah, that's how we're going to we're gonna phrase it that way. Good job. Uh-huh. Yay. <laughs> it's never, it's not too late to be a vet. <laughs> I think I'd be very bad at it. Too late for eight generations of Barbara fish. <laughs> Were they all nuns? Yeah. Sister Mary Barbara. <laughs> you murdered old convent. Sister Mary Ann. <laughs> you know, all the sisters. Oh, oh no. Where is your god now, Barbara fish? <laughs> oh, no. Barbara fish. Is there a fish god, do you think, or is it all one? Is it just the one? Who knows? What if there's only a fish god? Let's keep going with this. These questions for this podcast. <laughs> a lot of people are going to be very disappointed. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so... Camp Rock. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm sitting there going, how do you go from fish god to Camp Rock? Uh, um, a question anyways. A question, Joe Jonas never considered. <laughs> there you go. We're talking about Camp Rock, um, which, tur- which ended up being a very good idea for me. I decided we were doing this two weeks ago now mm-hmm. and then ended up stranded in my room at our parents' house with COVID for a week. Um, so revisiting the Camp Rock movies and many other Disney Channel movies was a welcome distraction. How many are there? I just watched the first one. There are only two. Oh, okay. So it's not quite a high school musical, you know, right. full full series. Only two. Um, they're both pretty good. They're different. But we're, we're just going to talk about the first one, um, which, if you're unaware, is a Disney Channel original movie um, starring Demi Lovato and Joe Jonas and several other those Disney kids... I didn't know those Disney kids. Uh, I did, but just because it, I mean, it was of that time where like all of them were on the same TV shows and movies. And then there was like the Disney Channel games where they had like various teams of Disney Channel stars that all played a bunch of big team games against each other for an entire summer on TV. Um, It was kind of like real world versus road rules, but for kids yeah (laughs) except it was like fun outdoor summer i mean it was stuff like tug of war and and capture the flag and there were like four teams Mm. of disney channel stars like wild and crazy kids yeah there you go precisely (laughs) um (laughs) oh man i missed that show that was a great show rock demi lovato goes to a camp which you know i believe this it's called camp rock and they learn how to be music stars joe jonas is a very angsty celebrity singer Mm-hmm. And hijinks ensue. Um, now they use the word rock loosely. I would say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I expected yeah. that it, they would actually rock. Um, I mean, some of the songs are pretty good. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not saying some the, songs the songs are bad. Are pretty good. I'm questioning the genre only, no, not the quality. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, it's I mean, a- if you were to compare the musical stylings of Camp Rock to like School of Rock. Very different mm. employment of the word rock. 
Very different. This is true. Yes. Um, I will say what's interesting about this that I hadn't really realized until I watched Camp Rock and then Camp Rock 2 and then all the High School Musical movies um, is that Camp Rock is a Disney Channel movie that's a musical, but they never just break out into song. They Mm -hmm. only sing like within the context of the movie when it would make sense for people to sing. The second movie, that all goes out the window. They're just singing all the time. Songs all over the place. But the first movie is... There are lots of songs, but only in the sense that, like, someone's performing or, well, it's usually it. That's interesting. I feel like the movies, like, I feel like they should have different names for what that, you know what I mean? Like, that that's doesn't, I would have said this is a movie musical, but now that you say that, it's it's not in that sense. Yeah. There's no breaking out into song. I mean, there is, but, like, they all do it together and they're all acknowledging that they're singing and that is a part of the plot right which is different than like la la land they all break out into song and dance in the middle of the highway but really mm-hmm. that didn't happen you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah that's a good point i didn't really think about yeah. that um were they worried that well i mean they uh, this came after high school musical right i yes i assume i, I did not know. look that up to be sure but i'm pretty positive that it did um the first one came out in 2008. So, yeah. This was after yeah. High School Musical. Because um, I would assume they were trying to build on that sort of idea. I would think so. I mean... Kid, kids love yeah. watching cute teens sing songs to each other. We really do. That's true. I mean, I, I... You know, that's the thing. I like it. It's it's kind of a cheesy teen musical romance. Like, in the style of Grease type of movie. You know, I like that yeah. kind of thing. I'm, I'm never going to say... I dislike it. Yeah. It's predictable, but like that was the fun of movies like that. You didn't have to stress. You didn't have to worry. You kind of knew things would work out. Yeah. That's nice. It borrows from many different stereotypical teen movie plots to the point where by the end you're like, I'm not entirely sure what has happened. Um, For example, Joe Jonas hears Demi Lovato singing, Mm -hmm. but doesn't see Demi Lovato. And then... At some point, does a very Cinderella-esque has all of the girls in the camp sing for him to see if they're the one that he heard singing? Um, and then also, Demi lies about their mom being the cook and says they're the president of Hot Tunes China, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like all, all these different... like plot devices that were all thrown into one like there's the mean girl but you know she's not actually mean because she's a bad person she's got a lot going on at home and her well, mom doesn't pay attention to her that's disney channel all over there nobody's disney ever channel. actually bad no um she gets redemption at the end there's the quiet the quiet sidekicks who end up being the stars mm-hmm. you've got to have an allison stoner character who's really good at producing music which is the funniest part of the movie for me. You mean the keyboard? Yes. Because uh, she describe- goes, check this, and then hits a few buttons, and it's like... And they're like, wow, she's good. Please describe that scene, though, what like she's doing with her arms. I don't know oh, how Oh, and to- she's performing in the cabin? Yes. I don't know. I don't know how to describe what happens there, and, and when Demi Lovato's like, she's so good. She's really good. <laughs> yeah, um, Allison Stoner, who now is queer... I don't know exactly how it is queer, which is great. Many, many Disney stars now are um, out. Uh, But she is a producer is like her her talent. Everyone there has like some sort of musical skill. Either they play an instrument or they dance or they sing. Um, And she wants to produce music. 
So she's standing up behind her keyboard, playing these sick beats, but then, like, hits her head with her arm and, like, does kind of, like, a little robot thing and, like, twists her arms around while she's, like, hitting all the buttons. <laughs> I don't know. That was the wildest. I'm doing it while I'm sitting here as if you can see me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Watch the video. It, yeah. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. Well, she wants to do the same thing that... Oh no, she's she's one of the Bellas. Her name's not Bella. Anna Kendrick. Yeah, yeah. She does in her movies where they sing songs too, right? <laughs> yeah, they always have one of those little pads that has all like the. I mean, it's like this. It has all like the mushy colored buttons on it uh-huh. that they hit, and you, like each one has a different sound. And it's always them like sitting there like pressing the buttons in a rhythm. And they're like, "Wow, look is at that!" Is that how music is made? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I always want. I like. I know I'm an adult. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Put it in my mouth, but those buttons look very edible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I, w- yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't taste it, but I want to taste it. There are there are eight of those buttons on the soundboard right now. It's a good thing and I'm they not do in that look, room. <laughs> yeah, they well, they edible. do look very edible. I mean, they do. Yeah. I'm um, surprised my kids haven't tried to take a bite of those. They may have. Um, <laughs> are there, are there any goldfish hidden in them? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Probably goldfish smashed on them. Uh, one plot point that I thought was funny I was watching a guy I watch on YouTube do like a, a funny commentary on this movie um, and of course which is very Mean Girls uh, esque the friend that Mitchie Demi Lovato makes at camp who is Allison Stoner who produces music is not quote unquote cool mm-hmm. so Demi wants to be friends with the cool girl Tess who's also the mean girl of course right. um, she's too cool she's too cool <laughs> her song <laughs> she's actually too cool to know you yeah. Um, but of course, just like how, you know, Janice used to be friends with, with Regina uh-huh. and then they had a falling out. Allison Stoner, I can't, Caitlin, I think is her character's name, used yeah. to be friends with Tess, but then they had a falling out because Tess saw her as competition. But Allison Stoner is a producer and Tess is a lead singer. Mm-hmm. That's not competition. That's like, you all should work together. You all would work very well together, actually. One of you makes music, one of you wants to sing music. Classic mean girl stuff. Though, I know. You know. That- I know that too cool song. You know, <laughs> very, I had, very on the nose. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I'm, I'm too cool for this dress. I believe mm-hmm. too cool for this dress is how it starts. Which, like, when I first saw that, I was like, "Is this like an I'm too sexy ripoff <laughs> for like for the too cool. for Disney age children?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. For Disney children, it's about how she's way too cool for this dress she's wearing. Mm-hmm. Not sexy. No, too cool. Too cool. Yes. Well, they're children. Right. Let's keep this. Yeah. <laughs> keep it G-rated. Um, which, again, at the very end, when there's a big emotional moment with Joe Jonas and Demi Lovato, they don't kiss. Mm-mm. No, no. They would never. They hold hands. <laughs> How old were these kiddos? They look young. Um, you mean in real life? Like, in the movie? Like, yeah. I mean, the. so, I know not always, but typically, even when the actors are playing, you know, teens, they're mm-hmm. not teens right well uh okay so in this movie Demi Lovato was 16 in real life yeah okay well um uh I would buy that they look young Joe Jonas was 19 so I'd say they were all around that age Hmm. um you know Disney Channel used to do that a lot more they used to cast a lot more teens in those teen shows now obviously they don't I like it too because I don't know I don't know if this has changed with music production and editing over time or if this is a mark of their voices being younger 
there's something, especially about Demi Lovato, that sounds a little bit unpolished. Mm-hmm. And I mean that in a good way. I'm yeah. not, this is not an insult. Yeah. I, you know, they're a very good singer, but like, there's something about the, there, I don't know. There's, it, I, it, it sounds young. It sounds not quite perfectly trained yet. But it's it doesn't nice. sound super auto-tuned. Is like it very not, auto-tuned? Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't to me. Yeah. Yes. No, I, I was going to say, I don't think done. it does either. Yeah. Yeah, especially that scene, which I honestly couldn't tell. There's a, um, Mitchie gets up in front of the class and sings the song that they've written, like a little mm-hmm. bit of it with no music. Um, and I couldn't tell if that was lip syncing and that was previously recorded or if that was live, like just Demi singing in mm-hmm. that moment. Probably just for like editing sake, it probably was pre-recorded sure. and done over, but it didn't sound like it was. It sounded like Demi was just singing. It's very... uh it's very breathy singing too. Mm-hmm. Like you can hear all the pauses yeah. for breath. I don't know. I I know that's yeah. a weird thing to notice, but yeah. you, I notice it because it's so often clipped out of music that it surprised it. It, yeah. it gave it kind of a, I don't want to say rock, but it did give it a raw edge. It was rock. Well, <laughs> there's the rock. There's the rock. Um, but but it was I mean it is nice yes. I enjoy that I enjoy the idea that I'm really hearing somebody sing yeah and I think you do feel that in the well, in the movie Demi Lovato was one of those rare Disney Channel stars that also had a music career but it it wasn't because they just decided like I have a popular TV show movie I'm gonna sing like they genuinely have a very good voice I mean even now when they make music like they have a great singing voice um which I think you can tell by the little amount of editing it sounds like they did to Demi's songs. Mm-hmm. But then if you listen, when Joe Jonas is playing his guitar and serenading Mitchie by the lake, yeah, at one point, he has layered vocals. <laughs> like There's like three <laughs> layers there, but he's just sitting outside playing his guitar and singing. The other Jonas brothers like, hold are on, wait a minute. Bushes. Yeah. See now that would have been brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, how um, did they decide which which yeah. which Jonas got the starring role? Because the other two just kind of, you know, they don't really yeah. play good parts. Okay, here's my theory. Because I was thinking about this. Because in the second one, Nick Jonas is honestly in the movie more than Joe Jonas. Oh. Like Nick well, plays the bigger part. They're both in it. But you you're the expert on the Joe Bros. Of course. Um, I thought Nick was the heartthrob. Well, back then in two thousand eight, it was Joe. Oh, I mean, did you see that hair? Well, the swoop, yeah. the swoopy hair. I get it. It was I get Joe. It. The swoopy hair. Um, when they got a little bit older, and they started putting out like edgier music, right? Um, then it was Nick because he looked he looked a little bit older. Um, he he fixed that hair he had going on in Camp Rock One. Mm-hmm. Um, then it was Nick, but. I, my guess is that they had to convince the Jonas Brothers to do this because they were like, we need some sort of draw for this movie. Because I'm pretty sure at this point, Demi Lovato had not done a lot of other stuff on Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, so they needed something and someone. So they had to convince them to. And Joe is the most popular one. So it's like, OK, well, if you all don't want to be in it, then like just give us Joe and let's have Kevin and Nick for like two scenes. We'll film them in like one day, the very beginning, the very end. And you all can go. And then they saw how popular it got. And Kevin and Nick were like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Let us be in this one. <laughs> and they were like, sure, Nick. We'll see, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. You'll be, a, you'll be the star of Camp Rock 3, Kevin. When we, we do the promise. third one. That we're definitely doing. Poor Kevin. I know. It's tough. Be- He's the oldest, right? Yeah. It's tough. Oh, yeah. It's tough being the oldest. I still can't 
believe that there's one named Kevin. There's nothing wrong with the name, but when I, it's like, no, there's not a Kevin Jonas. There's a Nick, and there's Joe, and there's a... Uh, well, it's not Kevin. <laughs> there is bonus Jonas. He's Frankie. There's Frankie? Frankie. But he's not, Aww. he's not like the, like one of the, does he sing? Does he do, what is no. Frankie? Yeah, what can does he you, do? Can What's you imagine job? being Frankie Jonas and your three brothers are so famous and you're the little teeny one that got left at home that didn't get to be in the band? Oh, can you imagine? Did, I, did he want to be in the band? <laughs> do you not, call, call him. Okay, here's what I think. If 2008 was like right when the Jonas Brothers had started becoming super popular and Joe Jonas was 19, mm-hmm. then Nick was probably only like 15 or 16. Mm-hmm. And Frankie is like my age. So Frankie was like seven. Oh. So I don't think he was old enough to be in the band yet. And then they just Aww. took off and it's like, well, we can't add a fourth one now. Why it- not? Maybe he'll have like a like an Elizabeth Olsen, like, you know, because like, he had the yeah. Olsen twins, had their whole career, but now like she's big with all the Marvel stuff. You know, he, he can have his moment. <laughs> I faded yeah, Frankie. He had a bit of a scandal recently uh, oh. because he um, is pretty popular on TikTok, um, which I they did a Jonas Brothers family roast that he did not come to, and all the rest of the family and all the other wives and stuff were there. So I don't know why Frankie why wasn't there. Um, but it was a whole bit they did where Pete Davidson pretended to be Frankie. It was very funny. But there's something there. Frankie wasn't there. Anyways. Well, I mean, it might just be the obvious, like, He's, thanks, mom and dad. Yeah. Why did you let the three of my brothers have this awesome career in music and you weren't ever like, include your little brother. Yeah. Don't leave Frankie out. Especially when they broke up and then got back together when they all were adults and Frankie was like, you know, in his 20s. Now with Frankie. That would have been a good <laughs> relaunching campaign, right? <laughs> now with Frankie. Now with Frankie. Now with bonus Jonas. Um... If we, uh, ever, if we ever decide to reinvent our show again, that's what we should do. Invite Frankie Jonas and on. Now with Frankie. <laughs> like, well, still Frankie. buffering Mach 3. Now with Frankie. Love it. Um, he went to a uh, like a TikToker influencer party with a bunch of those famous like you know 16-year-olds that dance on TikTok and make millions and millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And he brought a necklace that has the logo for the Church of Scientology on it and put it on them. And was like, let me like take a video of you with this cool necklace on. And didn't tell them what it was. So then he took a bunch of little short videos of all these famous TikTokers wearing the Is he necklace. a Scientologist? No, that oh. was the, I, he's not. Oh no. But he was taking videos of them wearing it. Poor and then people got mad at him. Because then taste. afterwards they found out what it was. And they were like, hey, yeah. now you didn't tell me that's what that was. Yeah. So that's kind of his brand now is like, hmm, Frankie. He's like, Pranky. Just Frankie? Pranky? Like pranks. Mm-hmm. Pranky. I No, I got it. The no, pr- I, got it the I was hoping time. that I had misheard that. Just so nope. you said it again. M- multiple times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyways. This is why he likes prank. Grease too. I won't explain further. <laughs> Pranky. <laughs> um... That was a bad one, though. I don't like that. I do not agree with that prank. Yeah. I think that it's uh, that's nothing to joke about Scientology. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a serious business. No. Yep. Stay away. But, also, I wouldn't joke about them because then they might like 
stake out your house exactly. and follow you around and video I don't take think you all the he's, time. We need to get back to Camp Rock. It's just not. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We don't. We don't want to talk about him. Um. Anyways, Camp Rock. Um. I want to know what you all thought because okay, so at the end of the movie, of course, there's the big final jam, which is the mm-hmm. like the competition at the end of the camp where everyone performs and there's a winner and they get a record deal or something like that with the same label that signed the yes. Joe Bros. Which in this movie they're called Connect Three is the name of their band, the Gray Brothers in Connect Three, which is a thought. You gotta wonder why they didn't just say like it's to the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, or if you want to change their name and make them like the Gray Brothers. Yeah, just change the last name but keep brothers. Why Connect Three? Anyways, the, the Gray Brothers would sound kind of like they're ill. That's true. The gray why are they brothers. so gray? <laughs> the Gray Brothers, <laughs> Victorian. Yeah. <laughs> the Wan Brothers. <laughs> um, so, obviously there's drama and Mitchie can't compete, which they have to do because it's too obvious if you let Demi Lovato compete, Demi Lovato's going to win. Right. So, of course, they make it so Mitchie can't. Um, but Tess is about to perform Mean Girl Tess. Mm-hmm. This um, other, basically, I'm too cool for you number. It's a different song basically, with her two backup singers, and then they get mad at her. Like, we've had enough. Dumbing your backup singers. Then they both perform. One of them performs with another group. One of them performs by herself. And mm-hmm. she's the one that wins, which I, she has a great voice. She sings a great song. Um, but I was actually surprised that Disney Channel did this because they also let Demi Lovato come back on and sing at the end when technically the competition's over. So right. Like, technically the camp's over. That was over, the catch. So yeah. yeah. Um, but in my mind, watching it the first time, I'm like, oh, they'll like change the rules because Demi Lovato is so good. They'll make it so Demi Lovato can win. They'll make an exception for Demi. But then they let one of these side characters that sings a really nice ballad win. You- but I, well, maybe in the Disney Channel thought process, Demi Lovato gets Joe Jonas. <sighs> gets Joe Jonas. That's the real prize all along. <laughs> the gr- well, she does. The greatest prize. She does say at the one. end, her mom's like, I'm sorry you couldn't win. She says, I did win the best summer of my life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God, that's Disney. Yep. Now, the reason she can't, or the reason they can't compete is because of the, um, <laughs> doesn't the, the mean girl like frames Pr- Demi Lovato yes. for theft? Yes. Theft? <laughs> frames Demi Lovato for stealing her charm bracelet. Which is rough, too, since we've established that, that Demi Lovato's character, Mitchie, is, like, not, I don't want to say poor. Well, they didn't have the money for in, her to go to Camp Rock originally. It, right. But so in, like, her, Disney Channel, yeah. that's the, in those sorts of, like, teens movie, teen movies, that's the, like, oh, this poor, this person is supposed yeah. to be poor yeah. by our right. standards. Because it starts with her not being able to go. I don't mean I think that this character is poor. Yes. I just mean, like, that's the that's well, the movie and we know take that, on it. we know that Tess is, like excessively wealthy because yeah. her mom is some famous pop star yeah. or something right or singer but yeah. she doesn't get love and attention no um her mom answers a phone call <laughs> in the <laughs> middle of her performance and it makes her almost fall off the stage <laughs> uh, that's um, a sick burn yeah uh <laughs> Um, but yeah, she she uh, plants her charm bracelet in between a stack of textbooks mm-hmm. that are in the kitchen. Don't know why there are textbooks there. They look like textbooks, I think. Um, this is a camp. Maybe yeah. there are cookbooks. 
I don't know. Maybe they're supposed to be. Yeah, that would make more books. sense. That would make more sense. But plants it just in between the stack of books, just right there in the middle of the kitchen. So then the director of the camp comes in and is like, oh, well, I have no choice now. It's right here. Obviously, you stole it. I can't believe you stole it. <laughs> so a very aggressive. If you want to get somebody disqualified from a competition, like this is, these are yeah. high stakes. We're going to frame you for theft. But the punishment is just like, oh, I guess you can't compete. Sorry. Yeah, and and that was after already like m- making sure that the whole camp knew like, hey, Mitchie's only here because their mom works in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So, which like they make such a big deal out of, which I guess makes sense because this was Disney Channel in two thousand eight, um, and was also a plot point in Glee when like Marley came. I thought and about that. Yeah, everyone made fun of her because her mom was the cook at the school. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Why. I don't know why it's such a big deal out of it, but um, yeah, that's a that's an old like, I mean, teen movie kind of yeah. trope, though. That's, that's like true, uh, true. Pretty in Pink. I mean, her mom doesn't work in the kitchen, but like that's the whole thing is mm-hmm. like she doesn't have money. That's yeah. her character thing. Yeah, it's very eighties movie reminiscent when like that was your that would be a character trait. Yeah, that, that's that's everything you need to know about the eighties. In the eighties, your whole character trait in a movie could be you have money or you, you don't, don't have, have money. money. Yeah. That's yeah. all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say because that like I in my real high school there was a girl whose mom worked in the kitchen and everybody wanted to be your friend because you would get like two roles if she liked exactly. You. Like it was that's yeah. what, that 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 was money in high school. Yeah, exactly. It is a really warped perception of what kids would care about because if you have a hookup to like unlimited super donuts, mm-hmm. oh, that's awesome. Two pieces of square pizza. Ex- that's right. No nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe and then and then you know especially when you're when you're younger like my thought would be, <gasps> does she bring them home? Exactly. Are you getting school pizza and rolls and dino nugs at home? Can you imagine, like, if if every chicken nugget Thursday turned into, like, chicken nugget Friday and Saturday with leftovers? Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. See, I want that. I, I mean, there's a dirty part of me that just wishes I was eating a big school roll with that um, ice cream scoop shaped mound of mashed potatoes that you dip the roll in. Mm-hmm. You make a sandwich. You, you you open it up, and it's the mashed potatoes, a chicken nugget, and then some of the little green beans, like the super mm-hmm. salty green beans, and you just mm-hmm. <laughs> smush it all together. Mm-hmm. I just want one of those big pieces of rectangle or pizza mm. with corn. Yeah, <laughs> the, with always the with the side of corn. The natural side <laughs> in Italy, you know, the pizza is always served with the side of corn. <laughs> This, this is how they do it in Naples. Yes. The home of pizza and corn. Yeah. Uh, oh, I would like to argue, though, that I think the best number in this whole show that I don't know why it doesn't win the final jam is Asta La Vista. Asta La Vista. I was going to yeah. say, can we talk about Asta La Vista? That song goes so hard. I don't know how that didn't win. They're on trampolines what? and doing choreography on there. Like what? It's a I, okay. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I agree. I think it's the yeah. best. Um, I like that the whole song is sort of like. Um, it, I mean, like the, you're saying goodbye to camp, basically, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, we've had so much fun. I can't believe it's over. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's very like. I hope you had the time of your life, kind of it song, is. you know. Yeah. And instead, it's like. 
Hasta la vista. Bye. <laughs> and it's supposed to be this sort of like tough, hard song. And yeah. it's like, we, man, I can't believe it's already coming to an end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love was, it. That was always my favorite. Yeah. I, um, I was partial to Hasta la vista. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of enjoyed the idea of a song that just proclaims I'm too cool. I'm too cool. <laughs> also a good song. Uh, yeah. Demi Lovato's song is classic, though. Mm-hmm. This is me. Yeah, this is me. Oh, it's man. Very good. So good. Um, I, I do want to tell you all, just so you can know, because I don't expect you all to ever take the time to watch it. The plot of the second movie, because you're like, where are they going to go from here? Mm-hmm. They're all friends now. They all sing together. Demi Lovato and Joe Jonas are in love. They come back for camp next year, but uh-oh, there's a super rich, fancy uh, rival camp that now has opened called Camp Star. Oh, no. And they're taking all the campers, and Camp Rock's going to have to close down because they stole all the campers, so there aren't oh, enough no. campers. So, of course, Demi Lovato and all of them have to team up to be the new counselors of Camp Rock and save Camp Rock. And then it ends with a big televised competition between Camp Star and Camp Rock. Where... Where is this place where there are multiple? I have I have wondered this many camps. times with like professional like because mm-hmm. we're supposed to believe that this guy that runs it is the is some sort of like pro- record like producer, producer or something, or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah um and the Jonas Brothers are supposed to be as in, as big in the movie as they are in real life so mm-hmm. they're there so this is a big deal. Which, like, how much were they paying him to be, like, the dance instructor or whatever? Which is the best part that Joe Jonas is the <laughs> dance instructor. That, that entire sequence where he's instructing the class and it's just, like, he's not really teaching them. He's just dancing, like, and now you're going to do this and then this. And they just all pick it up. Like, I, I mean, I get it. It's a movie. It's a special, yeah. But it's very silly. Everybody get a hat. Yeah. Hurry up. Hat and a mic. Hat and a mic. Uh, um... I also like thinking about that this Joe Jonas that we're seeing in this movie with that hair and that angst and that style, because that style they wear in the movie is like very much like how the Jonas Brothers just were in real life. Um, that's the one that dated Taylor Swift that broke her heart so much that she wrote like all of all of Fearless, all those angry breakup songs and like half the ones on Speak Now, that Joe Jonas. Oh, wow. Was it now? Did, did Was this movie before or after that? Um, uh because I, I mean, like, surely if she saw this movie, she wouldn't have felt the same. Surely. Although, I don't know. I mean, he's dreamy in the teen way, I guess. So, Fearless, yeah, I mean, it came out in fall of 2008, so it had to have been before this. Because this movie came out in 2008, oh, okay. so. Um, yeah. It's mm, interesting. Yep. I, I love, I mean, I also love the idea that this this kid, this young boy i mean he's a teenager needs uh-huh. an image like rehabilitation so he has to yeah. go to camp for that like <laughs> what did he do it's like he's in rude defense <laughs> he's too angsty too to bring him back down to earth and he wants to play his real music which is sounds <laughs> fine i don't know which sounds like all the other music yeah it's like no this is what i really want to play it's like that sounds like what you do already you want to play pop (laughs) like you want to play the same songs you've been playing except like an acoustic version you you want to play the acoustic guitar i think that's fine (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean when you sing you already come out with three voices you already got layered vocals when you just sing on your own so whatever you want to sing man it's fine (laughs) 
I would like to say I think they missed a prime opportunity in this movie for even more drama. When Tess finds Mitchie's notebook that has Mm -hmm. the song in it that Mitchie has written, and then here's Joe Jonas singing this song, like, this girl was singing this song, I gotta find her. Mm -hmm. This is the, these are the words, this is a tune I can't get out of my head, but I don't know the song. When she goes up to perform for the final jam, why does she not steal the song? Yeah, that's a good point. Oh. Like, they set it up, like... mermaid moment. Exactly. Mm. They set it up so she finds the notebook and it's like, well, why do you make such a big deal out of it? Because all that does is tell her like, oh, well, Mitchie must be the one that Shane's looking for. That's the end of that plot line. Mm. You know what I mean? Maybe because in the Disney world, like ethics, you don't want anybody to ever be <laughs> too. Well, I mean, really, like they never want anybody to be irredeemable. Too mean. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like. She is redeemed at the end, of course. Yeah. She's like, I'm sorry, I was mean. And, and like, it's the same, it, like, uh, it's sort of like Pete of the Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, okay. You know, Pete the Cat? Sure. Like, he's kind of the antagonist, but only kind of. Mm-hmm. He's never bad. Like, everything he does is like. So Tess is just like Pete. Yeah. That's, that's Disney. That's the Disney ethics for you. Like, somebody who's sort of disruptive, but not. They're not bad. Yeah. Nobody's bad in Disney. Yeah. Um, I kind of <laughs> like that because I actually think, hey, hey, Disney, that's that's pretty true in life, too. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I mean, watch the Descendants movies. <laughs> there you go. They're, they're all about Sydney's that. The weekly idea, plug for the Descendants. I love that. OK, listen, I've watched all three movies many times. I have so many thoughts. And all I'm saying is they, they talk about that a lot. Like this idea that most bad people quote unquote bad people, you know, are not they're just they have their own stuff going on and you don't understand it. Yeah. And that's very Disney. Well, I think Disney's doing a lot of that lately though. I mean this was obviously a while ago, but right, like because Disney kind of set up that whole there's an evil, wicked, bad person and then the good people have to fight them. That's like, oh but wait, what if that was all not true and Maleficent was good mm-hmm. and the Descendant movies and oh look Elsa's the powerful queen but she's also not bad like mm-hmm. a lot of retconning mm-hmm. you know that's true <laughs> that's true or like with Spider-Man's uh-huh I'm just oh saying, yeah that's no, right yeah, yeah the bad guys in, you like in the yeah yeah, yeah I'm in just no saying yeah um they do make her the bad guy again in the second movie oh, though really oh she betrays them and goes to Fancy Camp Star. That sounds right. And though. then comes back at the end, of course. Well, yeah. They're all friends again. But, yeah. <laughs> it is called... The, the second movie is called Camp Rock 2, The Final Jam. Just like in the first movie, how they have the final jam at the end. Yeah. Because it's the end. It's final jam. I'm really surprised there aren't, like, ten of these movies. I am, too. I don't really know what happened... I don't know if it's that then Demi Lovato started on a Disney Channel show or started making music and then wanted to do that. Why wouldn't they have just gotten somebody new? Well, you see what happens when they do that. Look at Mean Girls and Mean Girls 2. Well, but I think if you... You couldn't have done High School Musical without Zac Efron. I think, I think with Disney, you have such a pool of talent with those Disney Channel stars to pull from. I think you could do that because especially with this, because I will say like setting a show in a high school is not new, right? Like there's lots of shows and movies that are set in high schools. Camps people love because I know that there are probably people listening who are like, why I went to summer camp. What's the big deal? 
there are a lot of us in the country who cannot believe there are these real camps that people really go sleep at yeah. for a summer that have like real cabins and real counselors. This is not something I have ever experienced and have always been fascinated by. And it was as a kid thrilled to watch depicted on screen. Yeah. I was trying to find why there was no Camp Rock 3. Um, it, I think it's because Demi Lovato was doing music at that mm-hmm. point. So It's too bad because I want to see Camp Rock and Camp Star face off against School of Rock. Mm. <laughs> yes. Free for all, three-way battle with Jack Black involved. Sounds pretty good. I think it's funny when you look up and see there's an interview with the Jonas Brothers and ask them, why is there no Camp Rock 3? And Nick Jonas is the one to be like, absolutely not, no Camp Rock 3. That interview is from 2019. So nine years after the second movie, they were like, all right, almost 30-year-old Jonas Brothers, where is Camp Rock 3? Yeah, I... That's act no. That's actually going to be creepy. If that's going to be bad. If, if you've got like middle aged yeah. people at, at a, a sleepaway camp, this is going to get maybe, weird. Maybe yeah, they're the counselors. I don't know. They already were. Yeah, maybe. Well, they were in the second one. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. Like they if also, they, if they're like my age, aren't they a little old to be counselors? The president. Mm. They're presidents of the camp. There you go. Ooh, they yeah. own camp. Rock. They own the camp. That would yeah. make more sense. Yeah. They also may have broken up around the time they would have made a third one. Mm. There may have been no Jonas Brothers, which was all Nick's fault. I didn't know that. Hmm. Is that Still, I gotta watch the Jonas Brothers family roast. Oh, is that is that your opinion or is that like? Oh, well, that's fact. That's fact. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "I want a solo career. Uh-oh. I'm too good for you all." Bye. And <laughs> he broke up the band. <laughs> maybe Frankie's been better off staying out of that mess. Sounds yeah, like it. <laughs> Apparently he has a big problem with being called a bonus Jonas, which is why that's only that's all I call him. <laughs> it's just right there. It's right there. It, it is right there. It rhymes with the name. Well, thank you for having us. Watch thank you Camp all for Rock. watching Camp Rock. I enjoyed it. I, I it's just one of those like feel good Disney movies. It's mm-hmm. like obviously everything's going to turn out fine. There's very mild conflict and drama. Very low stakes. The, the music's great and the singing, it's fun. You know, it, it was fun to watch. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. And I will think about that keyboard performance for a long time. She's really good. <laughs> I just kept getting distracted by the, the mom that's like doing the kitchen prep. Just like the the inefficient situation going on in that kitchen. <laughs> and also like Demi Lovato <laughs> never helping her out. That's where I was sidetracked. I was just thinking yeah. about the poor mom in the kitchen. Like she is making... 200 individual yeah. nacho bowls like what is happening here that's a <laughs> camp of like her. several hundred kids and she's the only one in the kitchen that is not, that is not. <laughs> she hand cut pineapples into stars like this yeah. woman needs help <laughs> oh um when all those yeah. tortilla chips hit the ground i was like that's just oh, such man. a cost loss that's i couldn't i couldn't focus Aww. on the drama <laughs> just i just wanted those tortilla chips What's next, Sydney? Okay. I am going to do Can't Hardly Wait. All right. All right. I have not seen it. You haven't seen that movie? Nope. Uh, I have seen it many times. Tay, I don't know if you were the fan I was. I, I have seen it many times. I enjoy it. I'm looking forward to watching it again. Yeah. Cl- classic, like, teen party movie. Yeah. From Days of Yore. Perfect. Very All right. iconic soundtrack, if I remember correctly. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, thank you again. Thank Ryan. you all. 
listeners, you should check out Camp Rock and Camp Rock 2. The final yeah. jam. <laughs> um, thank you to Maximum Fun. You should go to MaximumFun.org and check out all the great shows there. You can tweet at us at StillBuff and you can email us at StillBuffering at MaximumFun.org. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby, You Change Your Mind. This has been your cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I'm Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am still buffering. And, and I, I am, am too. Is that all you know? <laughs> Hi, I'm Janet Varney, and just like you, I survived high school. And we're not alone. On my podcast, The JV Club, I invite some of my friends to share the highs and lows of their teen years. Like moments with Aisha Tyler. But when you're a kid, the stakes are just pretty low. Go to school, try not to get in trouble, get laid. Jamila Jamil. I watched television probably every waking hour during that time when I was shit-faced on medicine. And Dave Holmes. We talked and talked, and then everybody left. It was just us two, and I was like, I love you. Learn how you too can be a functioning adult after the drama and heartbreak of high school. Every week on the JV Club with Janet Varney. Find it on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a judgment-free show. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.